spectacular play turned in by Bellinger. A remarkable catch by oh, Mookie Betts. For Taylor who makes diving catch. You got this right here. Five all the left and deep and up the door. Put the work in. We gotta go to work. A walk off home run. This. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. Your pregame look at the LA Dodgers as we take you to first pitch. Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck is presented by Chevrolet. By New Roads. UCLA Health. Keeping you on top of your game. Children's Hospital LA. From colds to cancer, we got this. The second eye-popping play. Wow. WSS. For all your footwear needs. Proud partner of the Dodgers. Shakey's Pizza. Get more meal for your deal at Shakey's today. And by your SoCal Toyota dealers. We make it easy. Now your host for Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck. How do you not love him? Tim Cates. Hi, everybody, and welcome into Morongo Casino. Dodgers on deck. Hope you are well on this Monday afternoon. Your Los Angeles Dodgers, 79 and 34 on the season. Best record in baseball. First place atop the NL West. After having their 12 game winning streak come to an end yesterday, the Dodgers are now in Milwaukee for the start of a four game series against the Brewers and the hopes of starting a new winning streak. Julio Urias on the mound. First pitch from Milwaukee is coming up at 510. Coming up over the next hour here on Morongo Castino, Dodgers on deck. We got a lot to get to, including the latest on Walker Bueller, who about an hour and a half ago it was announced he'll be shut down for the rest of the year and have elbow surgery next week here in Los Angeles. More on that with David Vasse. More on that with Kirsten Watson. We'll hear from Dodger manager Dave Roberts. Hopefully get some more clarification on what is happening with Walker Bueller. We'll preview tonight's pitching matchup. In 30 minutes, your chance to play the Six Flags most thrilling play of the game contest. David Vasse goes one-on-one with Ron Renneke, former Brewers manager, now special assistant in the Dodgers front office. In just a couple of minutes, we'll send it out to Rick Monday and Tim Neverett in the booth. Well, yesterday in Kansas City, the Dodgers were singing a different tune a day after hitting six home runs. Tyler Anderson got the start. The Dodger left-hander ran into some trouble early. A leadoff single in the bottom of the first, and two batters later, Salvador Perez gave the Royals the lead. Taylor again leads off at first base. Not going. The 3-2s drive into right center field. That's going to split the alleys, and that's going to get a run across. Taylor buzzing around third base and for Perez continues the hot hitting extends it to 17 games and knocks in another run it's one nothing Royals and for the Dodgers looking up and said my goodness what is this we're trailing in a game in the first inning yeah trailing one to nothing to the Royals in the third Kansas City with a real threat they loaded the bases with one out Pascantino with an RBI single gave the Royals a two nothing lead they still have the bases loaded only one out Tyler Anderson on the ropes to get the ground ball the double play but the defensive positions of Lux who is to the left side of the infield and deep they present a problem the 2-1 there's a ground ball slowly hit the third Muncie tags the back throws across and they decide another way to get the double play heads up play by Max Muncie a ground ball hit to him he touched the third base bag rifle it across the infield and the Dodgers get out of it with only one run in the damage department. Anderson gets out of it. Max Muncy stepping on third, throwing to first for the ending inning double play. The Royals sent out a young right-hander, Brady Singer, and he was dealing yesterday. He had his sinker work, and his sliders kept the Dodgers 
hitters off balance all day. Singer didn't allow a hit to the Dodgers until the fifth inning when Chris Taylor singled the center to break open the no-hitter. Dodgers actually got something going there in that inning. Runners on first and second, nobody out, but Bellinger flew out. Walter struck out, and Betts fouled out, and that ended the Dodgers' threat. Dodgers didn't get their second hit of the game until the top of the eighth with Mookie Betts double with one out. Dodgers were threatened with runners on second and third or two outs. Max Muncy, though, struck out. The Royals go on and shut out the Dodgers. Four to nothing. Brady Singer gets the win. Tyler Anderson just his second loss of the season. A day after scoring 13 runs and hitting six home runs, the Dodgers' offense got shut out, had only two hits the entire game. It's the first time since June 27th that the Dodgers got shut out. The loss ends their 12-game winning streak now. The Dodgers look to start a new winning streak as the road trip continues in Milwaukee for a four-game series against the Brewers. Julio Urias on the mound tonight, first pitch at 5-10. And with more, we head out to Milwaukee and say hello to Rick Monday and Tim Neverett. Guys. Tim, thank you very much. The roof is open here in Milwaukee, and it expects to remain open. Also, the back panels are open as well in deep right center and left center field as the Dodgers and Milwaukee Brewers get set for game one of a four-game set. The Dodgers will be looking for their 80th win of the year, and they begin tonight 16 games in front of second place San Diego. 12-game winning streak snapped yesterday. The Dodgers kind of ran out of gas after 12 games. They were shut out four to nothing, but tonight time to start a new streak. As Freddie Peralta will take the mound for the Brewers and Julio Urias will go for the Dodgers. But, Mo, the big news today centers around pitching, but someone who's not active. That's Walker Bueller. The Dodgers have said he will have season-ending surgery. There's not a lot of information available as to exactly what kind of surgery it is or going to be, but it will be occurring on the 23rd of August. Well, they know it's going to be serious enough that uh, he is going to be gone for the rest of the season, and uh, the Dodgers were holding out hopes that uh, he might be able to come back around. Still some uh, discomfort when he has been throwing the baseball, and uh, the Dodgers need to rebound believe they will incredible streak that they are on I mean they, they've won 34 of the last 40 ball games they were shut out yesterday for the first time since the 27th of June so with the Dodgers trying to get back on track and they give the ball to Julio Urias and no reason to believe that he's not going to be able to pick up his 13th game of the season although if you look at the Brewers interesting uh, to look at them because they begin just a game and a half now behind the St. Louis Cardinals they lost their position in first place so the Brewers are, I mean, they're trying to put on a charge and retake first position in the Central. And it could be the division or bust because they have lost eight of their last 12 ball games, and they find themselves a game and a half behind Philadelphia for that last wild card spot right now. Sure is their time, but they've got to play the Dodgers seven of the next ten. Yeah, exactly. And uh, also they will have a road trip that is going to take them to Chicago against the Cubs and then out to uh, the Dodgers uh, and face them in that one. You know, they lost first place 10 days ago in the Central Division. And then you start to look at, you know, the Milwaukee Brewers. A lot of people maybe not uh, realizing this and easy to maybe overlook them. It's a division outside of what the Dodgers play. But for the Brewers, they were in first place 82 of the 113 games that they have played this year. And for the Dodgers, Mookie Betts has been hitting the ball rather well. Yesterday, I guess the exception for everybody, but Betts did have a double in the eighth inning. Uh, Trey Turner went 0 for 3 yesterday, but he had hit an eight straight prior to that, so he's hit an eight of his last nine. And Freddie Freeman went 0 for, for two games in a row. 
it's unusual if he goes 0 for three games in a row. So we'll keep an eye on Freddie Freeman tonight. Yeah, I mean, you expect those threesome to uh, to go ahead and do it. I think if you look at it also, encouraging is the way that Max Muncy has been now beginning to swing the bat. He's going to serve as the Dodgers' designated hitter in tonight's ball game. But the Dodgers need some more contact right now from Cody Bellinger for one. And the other one is who's had difficulty making contact consistently. That's Chris Taylor. And Taylor's going to start in left field tonight. Austin Barnes is back from the family emergency leave list, and he is on the bench. And Tony Walters designated for assignment before the game today. Dodgers Brewers, game one from American Family Field in Milwaukee. Coming up, Tim. All right, thank you, guys. We're off and running here on Morongo Casino. Dodgers on deck still to come. We'll get the latest from Dodger manager Dave Roberts as Walker Bueller officially done for the year, having surgery next week here in Los Angeles. We'll talk about it throughout the show. We'll check in with David Vazze. We'll break down this pitching matchup tonight from Milwaukee. We'll have your chance to play the Six Flags Most Thrilling Play of the Game Contest. Up next, though, Kirsten Watson will check in as we lead you up to first pitch. Dodgers and Brewers, first pitch at 5-10. Thanks for being with us. I'm Tim Cates. This is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck. Dodgers on Deck, y'all. On the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. It's the Dodgers and Brewers from Milwaukee, the start of a four-game set. Julio Urias and Freddie Peralta, the pitching matchup. First pitch set for 5-10. This is Kirsten's Corner with Kirsten Watson. Brought to you by Cars for Kids, your trusted charity for car donations. Also accepts donations of boats, RVs, motorcycles, and real estate. Call today at 877-CARS-FOR-KIDS or online at carsforkids.org. That's Cars with a K. The news breaking just about an hour and a half ago, Kirsten walker Bueller. Surgery done for the year. Yeah, it's it's really unfortunate news because Walker, last time we saw him back at, in Los Angeles, you know, he was playing catch. He was in his throwing progression, and he said he was feeling really good. So there was kind of this feeling of optimism and hope that he was going to be coming back um, and be ready for the postseason. But today we received the news that that's just not going to be the case. Dave Roberts said that he, last week during the homestand, he was playing catch. So with his throwing program, he had gotten out to about 120 feet, and he started feeling just a little bit of discomfort there. And it was something that he just couldn't get over. Dave Roberts said specifically, he just couldn't get over the hump. And so they had him, they stopped him down for a couple days to see if that would help, thinking it was just some traditional soreness that um, pitchers can feel when they're coming back from injury. But it just it wasn't going away, so they decided to have uh, another MRI for him. And after the MRI, it was decided that he was going to need to have surgery. Uh, so with that, they don't have the specifics of what type of surgery it's going to be just yet. It will be in his elbow, but uh, there's no... Uh, Dave said he doesn't believe that it's going to be Tommy John surgery, but at this moment, there's just no, uh, nothing has been shared just yet. So they'll have more information 
after he has the surgery, which is going to be on August 23rd. Um, but it is it is season ending. And so hopefully we'll have more information as to what the timeline then looks like for the recovery process as to when we can see him back for next year. Well, let's hope it's not Tommy John surgery. That'll be the second time in his young career that he's had to have it. He had it following being drafted in 2015. On a brighter note, somebody order a code red because Dustin May is back. Yes, that is that is the bright note in, in today. Uh, listen, Dustin May, he is tall. I'm a very tall person. You guys know this. But for some reason, when he walked in today, I looked at him and I was like, thinking did you get taller you just look massive right now and so it truly was uh it was a breath of fresh air to see is to see dustin to see how excited he is just to be back out here i mean look he pitched yesterday the final game of his rehab assignment and he threw an immaculate inning he threw about 70 pitches then went to the bullpen to get up to about 80 so he is built up and and there is um as much as the news of walker has been really unfortunate there is at least something that I think Dodger fans can appreciate, and that is that Dustin May is healthy and that he is back, and he's excited. And at this moment, look, there's no pressure. Obviously, this team has a big goal for October, but he has about a month and a half to get ready. And so um, he is looking forward to just, you know, being a part of this and to be back with his teammates and help this team uh, achieve that goal and to win. So we should see him on the mound on Saturday back in Los Angeles uh, against the Marlins. But it'll, it should be an exciting one to see him back out there. Can't wait to see him back in the rotation. Perfect timing with Walker Bueller having season-ending surgery. Thank you, Kirsten. We'll check in with you after the game. Still to come here on Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. We'll preview this pitching matchup. More on Walker Bueller and the surgery to end his season. We'll hear from Ron Renneke, special assistant to the general manager and former Brewers manager. But up next, we'll get you an injury report, and we'll check in with Dodger manager Dave Roberts. It's the Dodgers and Brewers from Milwaukee. First pitch set for 510. I'm Tim Cates, Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck on your home for L.A. Dodgers baseball. It's the Dodgers and Brewers from Milwaukee. Julio Urias and Freddie Peralta. The pitching matchup game one of four. First pitch set for 5-10. The L.A. Dodgers injury report. Brought to you by UCLA Health. The official medical partner of the Los Angeles Dodgers. The big news today, Walker Bueller done for the year. He'd already been on the IL with the flexor tendon strain. He'll have surgery on his elbow next week here in Los Angeles. Clayton Kershaw on the IL with the sore lower back. Yancy Almonte on the IL with the sore elbow. Edwin Rios, Blake Trinan, Bruce Dargratel on the IL. Trinan is with the team right now in Milwaukee. More on that. Tommy Canely on the 60-day IL. Dustin May on the IL, but recovering from Tommy John surgery. Good news is he's going to make his Dodgers 2022 debut this weekend. Uh, make that, yeah, this weekend coming up when the Dodgers return home for their next homestand. More on that with Dave Roberts in just a minute. Kevin Pillar, Daniel Hudson, Victor Gonzalez, Danny Duffy also on the IL. Let's find out more about Walker Buell. Let's find out more about Code Red, Dustin May, as we head back out to Milwaukee and check in with the Dodger skipper. Anything else for Dave? Dave, do you think... Other questions for Dave? Dave, can you just describe... Dave, can you talk about the pressure? In the dugout with Dave Roberts. Uh, I don't know what day it was, but as he was going through his throwing progression, uh, he just good, couldn't get past the uncomfort, and uh, there was some sharpness in his arm, uh, specifically the elbow, and so we decided to go back in, uh, get another MRI, look at it, and at that point in time, Dr. Elatros decided we need to go back in and have surgery. Was there a specific diagnosis that you guys got from the MRI that led to that? Um... 
I don't know that diagnosis. Um, I really don't. All I know is that um, obviously he had the uh, the scope to kind of uh, clean up some bone spurs. Um, and then as he went through his progression, it was uh, the pain wouldn't subside. And so they went back in and, you know, whatever Dr. Elitros saw felt um, that the best course of action was to go back in to get surgery, to really figure out what the problem is, fix it. And um, so as a result, he's done for, obviously he's done for 2022. And until the surgery happens, we have no idea his uh, time of return. Do you know if it's a new injury or aggravation or they reveal that much at least? Um, I would say more aggravation. I mean, I just think just logically speaking, um, I don't think that playing light catch at 90 feet is something that could make it new. So I, I don't know that exact answer, but just my thought is I think it's something that, you know, we took a chance to try to take time off, uh, start a progression to get him back for this year, and then as he went through it, um, we couldn't get over the hump, so then, um, you know, we, we took a shot at it, and feel now we got to go go in. You've talked about you've, it's Tommy John. Um, I don't think that's a possibility. Uh, so I don't because I think that I think if that were the case, I think we would know that's what they're going to do. That was the intent of it. So I could be wrong. I, I guess when they go in there, but from what I've understood from past pitchers, you kind of know what you're going to go when you when you're going into that surgery. But I don't know that answer. All right, there's Dave Roberts. Still some unclarity. Uh, not clear what's happening with the elbow of Walker Bueller. We'll give more David Vasse coming up at Down the Dodger Dugout with Dave Roberts, brought to you by Alignment Health. Get the freedom you deserve with Alignment Health Plan's Ava PPO plan. Visit alignmenthealthplan.com today. We'll check in with DV as Morocco Casino Dodgers on deck continues. We're leading you up to first pitch from Milwaukee Dodgers and Brewers. I'm Tim Cates, Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. On your home for the blue all season long. It's the Dodgers and Brewers from Milwaukee. Game one of a four-game set as the seven-game road trip continues. Julio Odias and Freddie Peralta, the pitching matchup tonight. First pitch set for 5-10. Joining Tim Cates on Dodgers on deck. I accept everybody for who they are. This is Dodger Insider. David Bassett. All right, David. It feels like there's still a lot of questions surrounding Walker Bueller, even though we know he's going to have surgery now and his season is done. Yeah, the only thing we know is that Dr. Neil Elatrosh is going to perform an elbow surgery next week. What he finds, we still don't know. And obviously, Bueller has been on the injured list. He had some cleanup of his right elbow, and he went on the IL specifically for a right flexor strain. And a lot of times, that does lead to Tommy John surgery. But the Dodgers are saying right now that is not conclusive. So we'll have to wait and see what Dr. Neil Elitrosh finds in Bueller's right elbow next week after the procedure is done. And quite honestly, Tim, this was not trending in the right direction since the end of the last homestand. I had not asked Bueller about how his throwing program was going up until the final day of the last homestand. And I asked him, I said, hey, where is this going? I see you throw almost every day, 90 feet, and then it was out eventually at 120 feet. And he was not in a good mood. He was not in good spirits. And he just told me flat out, it's not going well. 
And mm. now we find out that it really was not going well. Yeah, this is too bad a setback for him. Uh, setback for Walker, but for Dustin May, he's getting closer to returning, Dave. Yeah, it's uh, kind of interesting how one pitcher's plight is another pitcher's opportunity. And for Dustin May, he is returning to the stadium where he blew out his right elbow. It was here in Milwaukee that Dustin May walked off the mound until he'll walk back on it on a major league mound on Saturday at Dodgers Stadium. Dustin May will return to the Dodger rotation this Saturday against the Marlins at Dodgers Stadium, and he was here at uh, American Family Field these days <laughs> uh, earlier today. I, I wasn't really worried about setbacks or anything like that. Uh, it was a very smooth recovery process and everything. So just getting back into games and getting back into the swing of things, there wasn't any, there wasn't any holdbacks. I was, I was like, if I, if I'm going to get hurt, it's going to happen. There's nothing I can do about it. So I'm going to prepare myself the best way I can and go out in there and compete. All the numbers and everything are normal. I feel normal. So it's just, I'm as, I'm at a good spot right now. So that's all I could ask for. The one thing the Dodgers have done with Dustin May, like all their pitchers and players, Tim, is not take any shortcuts. Dustin May made six starts for Oklahoma City. He threw 19 innings, including back-to-back five-inning starts, and he had 33 strikeouts. So he has uh, certainly taken the long road back without shortcuts, and he'll make his return to Dodger Stadium on Saturday against the Marlins. Yeah, I can't wait for that. Dave is brought to you by Ford. Now during your Ford Summer Supercharged Sales event, rev up your summer with great offers on select Ford vehicles. You'll not only bring home the fun this summer, you'll supercharge it. Visit your local Southern California Ford dealer to learn more. How about Blake Trinan and Bruce Argaraderall? Good news on their front, Dave? Yeah, I was uh, a little concerned when I saw Blake Trinan on our flight from Kansas City to Milwaukee, but that was just a a little detour. He's uh, headed back to pitch for Oklahoma City tomorrow. Gratterall is still on a faster track than Blake Trinan. Trinan's not expected to return until the beginning of September. I wouldn't rule out Bruce Star Gratterall coming back at some point during this four-game series against the Brewers. If not here, then uh, certainly on the upcoming homestand. All right, Dave, great stuff as always. We'll check back in with you in just a couple of minutes. Dodger fans, I need three contestants. You know what time it is. It's time for the Six Flags Most thrilling play of the game contest 866-987-2570 you predict the player in the inning the most thrilling play will happen and if you're correct you win season passes to six flags match amount 866-987-2570 leading you up to dodgers and brewers on this monday from milwaukee i'm tim cates this los angeles dodgers audio network as we were saying this is morongo casino dodgers on deck on the official home of la dodgers baseball it's the Dodgers and Brewers on this Monday afternoon. Julio Urias and Freddie Peralta, the pitching matchup. First pitch from Milwaukee, set for 5-10. Woo-hoo. The thrilling play of the game is brought to you by Six Flags Magic Mountain, where Wonder Woman Flight of Courage, the tallest, longest single rail coaster in the world and the record 20th coaster, is now open. Rise above all else at the thrill capital of the world. Our three contestants ready to go. David is going to start things off. David, you're our first contestant. What is your guess? I'm going to say Trey Turner in the third. Trey Turner in the third? All right, good luck, David. Kent is our second contestant. Kent, welcome. What is your guess? Mookie Betts in the fourth inning. Mookie Betts in the fourth inning. All right, I'll put you down. Good luck to you, Kent. Ken, Kenny, you're our next guest. Go ahead. 
Max Muncy in the seventh. Max Muncy in the seventh. All right. Good luck to Ken Kent and David, our three contestants today in the Six Flags Most Thrilling Play of the Game Contest. Remember, conquer the new Wonder Woman Flight of Courage, the tallest, longest single rail coaster in the world. Rise above all else. Six Flags Magic Mountain. When we continue here on Dodgers on Deck, we'll check in with Rick Monday. We're leading you up to first pitch. Dodgers and Brewers from Milwaukee. I'm Tim Cates. This is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck. Dodgers on Deck, y'all. On the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. It's the Dodgers and Brewers from Milwaukee, the first of four. The Dodgers took two and three in Kansas City, but had their 12-game winning streak come to win. Julio Urias, Freddie Peralta, the pitching matchup. Dodgers baseball is brought to you by Shakey's, home of the original pizza, chicken, and mojos, the triple play of flavor. On game night, feed the group for about 10 bucks a person only at Shakey's. Still to come, we'll get you the key to the game. We'll hear from Ron Renneke, plus we'll dive deeper into this pitching matchup. But first... And now, joined by David Massey, here's L.A. Dodgers broadcaster and World Series champion Dodger, Rick Monday. Rick, the road trip continues to Milwaukee, a four-game series against the Brewer team that's fighting for its playoff life. Yeah, uh, you know, first of all, it was an adventure getting here. <laughs> yeah. um, for those that may not be aware, as we boarded the buses um, at the uh, the stadium, at Kauffman Stadium in Kansas City, and going to the airport, um, it felt like we drove about halfway to Milwaukee, first of all, uh, to get to the airport. But then we got there, and there was an issue with the air conditioning system on board the airplane. So the crew, and boy, they did a wonderful job. They got it all fixed. In the meantime, we all stayed in our respective buses where it was nice and cool, and then finally come into uh, Milwaukee. So, yeah, it, it's one of those things is it, as you're traveling around, and people understand what it's like to travel, and sometimes you need to bob, sometimes you need to weave, but we're really fortunate that everywhere we go, not only Scott Akasaki, the director of team travel, taking care of everything else, but if you look at the airlines and, and the Dodgers go with a charter with United, that flight crew, everybody else, I mean, they did a marvelous job. They got us on the plane, safely get to Milwaukee. And we take for granted sometimes on, if you look at the logistics of moving a ball club with all of the luggage and all of the equipment and then the personnel and the equipment of the baseball players that have also, I mean, it's really remarkable that you can go 162 game schedule and do it as effortlessly as as our organization makes it for us. I'm a glass half full type of guy, Rick. So when we were delayed on the bus, the best part of the whole thing was sitting right next to you. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, well, uh, yeah. Your glass is half full. Mine was half empty. <laughs> Tonight's not your game plan. Is sponsored by California Community Colleges. Create your game plan for life with a college education. Enroll today at I can go to college. I need to ask you a question, by the <laughs> okay. way, because you were chirping the other day in Kansas City, looking forward to coming to Milwaukee. Not that you discounted the the three games in Kansas City, but you iterated that you were attempting to get with Bernie the Brewer and be able to come down the slide. For those that may not understand, is that there is a, uh, well, now they call it Bernie's Chalet. It's up above uh, the left field fence, very, very high. And every time a Milwaukee Brewer hits a home run, Bernie the Brewer, who is dressed up and, well, he's dressed up, uh, <laughs> takes a slide down that, that big, big slide. As we were driving in today on one of the buses to the stadium, 
I could see that slide from the outside and looking way, way up. David Vassay, that slide, if I don't know if you've been able to range it or not, that would scare you to death. Yeah, maybe uh, I'll back out of it now that I actually see it in living color again. Oh, no, you can't. It's still in the works, Rick. You, nobody can just go slide down Bernie's slide. There's a lot of uh, red tape to get through. Well, you're Mr. Red Tape. I mean, there's no question about that. If we can get the air conditioning system fixed on an airplane, we can certainly get you up on that slide, whether it be granted or not permission. Hey, the Dodgers don't want to see Bernie come down that slide. He slides down when there's a Brewers home run. So hopefully Julio Urias can keep that slide dark. Yeah, we do not want to see Bernie. But you know, they might get irritated. I, I, would they get as irritated if you slid down Bernie's slide as uh, Arizona did when yeah. the Dodgers used their pool? Depends what I do when I go down the slide, I would assume, right? Maybe I should rub it in. Uh <laughs> No, you better hold on to something. <laughs> and by the way, you cannot scream on your way down, okay? I will not scream. And you want the audio, don't you, Rick? I, every ounce of it. It would be a dream come true for you to slide down with me, Rick. No, but I'll be at the bottom if you would like. <laughs> okay, you know, moral yeah. support. So you will take your recorder with you as you're doing this and kind of walk us through as you're getting on the slide and about to go down? No doubt, Rick. I will be okay. your puppet. Do you want to skydive also? <laughs> no, thanks. No. Many of many people want me to skydive without a parachute. You know, well, you know, being a pilot, uh, <laughs> I, I'm not exiting the airplane. I, I told my wife once, I said, if anyone knocks on the door, I said, I'm sorry that uh, your husband was killed in a skydiving accident. I said, call the police because somebody pushed me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rick. We'll look forward to hearing from you a little bit later in the show with Tim Neverett. Okay. I'll keep you updated on the slide. Okay, yeah, good luck. <laughs> Remember, no screaming. Okay, thanks. Great advice from Rick Monday. Maybe 45 more minutes on a bus together will help us <laughs> bond a little more, yeah, Tim. Well, again, my glass was half empty. <laughs> we'll send it back to you. <laughs> All right, thank you, guys. Still to come here on Morongo Casino, Dodgers on deck. We'll dive deeper to this pitching matchup. Mo will be back with Tim Never and get you the keys to the game. But up next, we go high and tight with Ron Renneke, special assistant now to the Dodgers front office but former manager former coach in the major leagues with the brewers as a manager with the angels as an assistant coach for dodger player we'll hear from ron renneke next dodgers and brewers from milwaukee i'm tim casis los angeles dodgers audio network when you visit arizona time is measured in moments not minutes like the moment you see the grand canyon for the first time visit a new state of mind Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck. On your home for LA Dodgers baseball. Looking to sell your junk car? Jose Mora here. Pick your party Southern California's leading car buyer paying top dollar for your vehicle today. Call 800 962 cars and let Pick Your Part hit a home run for you. It's the Dodgers and Brewers, game one of a four-game set. Dodgers had their 12-game winning streak snapped yesterday in Kansas City. Still took two of three from the Royals. Still way ahead of the Padres in the NL West. Julio Urias and Freddie Peralta, the pitching matchup. First pitch is coming up at 5-10. Still to come, Rick and Tim will get you the keys to the game. I'll dive deeper into this pitching matchup, but first... David Vassay. And now, what will likely be Vassay fielding insults from a Dodger player. It's an engagement of endearment. This is high and tight. 
Well, I always like to say Milwaukee's loss is the Dodgers' gain, and I'm here with former Brewers manager, but he always was a Dodger and back with the Dodger organization now as Andrew Friedman's special assistant. He's on the road trip with the Dodgers and Dave Roberts, and that's the great Ron Renneke. Ron, great to have you on the show. Thanks a lot for the time. Oh, anytime. It's um, it's fun to be on the road again. <laughs> this yeah. is my first road trip, although I have visited the minor leagues, but this is my first road trip, so it's fun again. It's fun coming back here. And what's it like being around Dave Roberts uh, on the road? A little bit different than on, at Dodger Stadium? Uh, he, he's a little, he's got a little more time maybe when yeah. he's here, so so we've talked quite a bit, but he, um, you know, he's got such a nice personality and and uh, it's always a smile on his face when I work in the office, which is really cool. Because, you know, with my job, and I'm not there every day, so when I walk in, I like when people are smiling and in a good mood. You really enjoy your job with the Dodgers and how you're able to have a little bit more freedom rather than being a manager and just worrying about the stress of winning today, tomorrow, and a month from now. Oh, exactly. <laughs> um, you know, the grind, I don't really need to do anymore. Um, the travel started to get to me when I was in Boston and getting in at three, four in the morning started bothering me and, and not recovering as fast as I used to. So I think just the combination of, of, uh, just doing a long time and, and not having to worry about those, those things. And also, you know, the grind of winning and losing. I mean, the conversations when you're at the ballpark, when you lose after a game are not usually very good. Yeah. So it's nice not to really have to, you know, I still watch and still want us to win, but I, but I don't, I'm not we're around people who are in a bad mood when we lose. So that, that's nice. I saw you uh, working yesterday, getting your own cardio in with that big menacing ball. A lot of anger behind that throw, those throws, Ron. It felt like you were back being a manager, throwing that ball against the wall. Uh, I still try to keep in at least a little bit of shape. Um, you know, sometimes you can't, you know, obviously I don't run anymore. And uh, sometimes I still like to go on hikes. Um, but I've got to do something to stay in shape. I just, I don't want to sit around and do nothing. And I've never been a guy really to sit and watch a lot of TV. So I enjoy reading. That's when I, when I sit down, that's usually what I'm doing. How much is baseball part of your life still? It feels like you have this knack for seeing things that other people don't see. Is that a natural ability or is it something that still to this day you work at? I still work at it. I still pay attention, um, whether I'm watching a game on TV or whether I'm you know in person or sometimes I'm up in the stands. So, um, so I still stay, uh, you know, stay in kind of the flow of what's going on and if I was coaching and what can help maybe if I see something I can help Doc or maybe there's things I can see and help uh, the players just like yesterday I was watching and saw something that I knew I could help the players with so uh, so I still enjoy that part of it and um, I don't think I can be just a fan and just watch for fun I'm always working which I guess is it's good and it's bad it, it's good because it goes a lot quicker when you're working games yeah. than just sitting there watching no doubt Ron Renneke is our guest. He's part of the Dodger organization, vital part of the Dodger organization as Andrew Friedman's special assistant. I have to ask you about this Dodger team. 79 wins. They just come off winning 12 in a row. What in, what stands out to you the most about the way not only they win games, but also the way they do it? Well, I, th- I think a lot of... Um a lot of things go into it. I think, you know, obviously, um, if you look at all the numbers and everything, you can understand why we're winning so many games. I mean, the pitching's great. The bullpen's really good. The offense is really good. The defense has been playing really good. I mean, in the infield, we've been, I think we've been playing great defense. So 
so you look at all the numbers and you go, okay, I get it. But when you're in the clubhouse and you know the personalities and you know what what makes it work, and you and it starts with Andrew, you know, and and Gomer, um, you know, when they have those personalities that, that enjoy being around Dave, they enjoy being around the players. They're talking all the time, and that helps Dave and the staff relax. That helps the players to relax. They all get along well, which is. Mm pretty incredible for a baseball team (laughs) and those Um, personalities those personalities so we've got a lot of superstars and they all get along which is really cool and it makes my job a lot funner too because i can walk in and and uh, and talk to anybody and they're they always seem to be in a good mood so um so that's why you get this great players but you also get this off the field um really really good teammates and and everybody pushing to win what do you, I mean, as a manager, I've always heard guys like even Joe Torre say that Derek Jeter and Jorge Posada made his job easier. How much easier does it make the manager's job when you have guys like Freddie Freeman, Trey Turner, and Justin Turner part of that clubhouse? Uh, it's huge. So uh, if you don't have that, your staff better be really good at it, and they better put in a lot of time um, to cover for those areas that the players aren't going to cover. But when you have the, the ideal situation is have players that are leaders. That's ideal. And it's ideal to have your best players as leaders because that works yeah. well. Because, you know, a bench player, he could be a great guy and be a great leader, but because he's not out there to, that every day, he doesn't have the same voice. So to have JT around that's done what he's done and, and to have that, you know, that great personality and, and knowing how you should play the game and go about it, um, those kind of guys make the staff's job for, for sure makes it a lot easier. And it also helps the Dodgers to have a guy like Ron Renneke around on a daily basis, not only at the major league level, but the minor league level. Thanks a lot for the time. You're such a wealth of knowledge, and the Dodgers are very fortunate to have you back in the organization. Well, thanks. Yeah, and I'm really enjoying my job, so I'm, do- I'm glad I'm not doing it yeah. every day, but I'm really enjoying what I'm doing. You're a lot happier these days, Ron. <laughs> I-, I don't doubt that. <laughs> my wife probably would agree with you. <laughs> there he is, the man, Ron Renneke. used to manage here in Milwaukee. Their loss is the Dodgers' gain. Ron receives a gift card to Travis Matthew. Travis Matthew is the first men's brand to truly blend lifestyle and performance apparel, creating soft, comfortable clothing that looks and feels great. Shop the latest looks at TravisMatthew.com. All right, thank you, Dave. Thank you, Ron. Still to come here on Dodgers on Deck as we lead you up to first pitch, Dodgers and Brewers. We'll dive deeper into this pitching matchup. It's game one of four for Milwaukee Dodgers continuing their seven-game road trip. I'm Tim Kinks. It's Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck. On your home for the blue all season long. It's the Dodgers and Brewers on this Monday afternoon. First pitch from Milwaukee is coming up at 5-10. And now, before the Dodgers hit the diamond, we look at the pitching matchup. Presented by your Southern California Toyota dealers. New vehicles like sleek new Camrys are arriving daily at your Toyota dealer. To see all offers or find a dealer near you, visit toyota.com. They make it easy. Julio Odi is 12-6 and with a 2.49 ERA. The 26-year-old left-hander just celebrated a birthday a couple days ago, making his 23rd start of the season. He is 9-0 in his last 10 starts with a 2.16 ERA. Over that stretch with 61 punch-outs. He is currently amongst the National League leaders 
Rogers in ERA, fourth. Wins, fifth. Batting average against, fifth. And Whip, fifth. He has limited left-handed hitters to a 184 average this year, and he's kept right-handers to a 217 average. Last time out, seven innings, one run, five hits, eight strikeouts, and a win over the Minnesota Twins. This will be a seventh start against Milwaukee. He's 4-1 with a 229 ERA and 44 strikeouts. Freddie Peralta goes for the Brewers, 4-2 with a 437 ERA. 26-year-old right-hander of the Dominican Republic making his 11th start this year. He missed two months of this season with a shoulder strain in his throwing shoulder. Last time out, five innings, two runs, two hits, four strikeouts. That one is a win over the Tampa Bay Rays. He is 1-0 with a 180 ERA and two starts against the Dodgers. He got that win last year in Milwaukee and no decision against the Dodgers way back in 2018. So it's Julio Odias and Freddie Peralta, the pitching matchup, Dodgers and Brewers. We are 15 minutes away from first pitch. Keys to the game are next. I'm Tim Cates. It's Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. As we were saying, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck on the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. It's the Dodgers and Brewers. Start of a four-game series in Milwaukee. Dodgers going with a 16-game lead in the division. Julio Odias, he has won nine of his last 10 starts. Freddie Peralta will go for the Brewers. First pitch coming up at 5-10. As we get ready for Dodgers baseball, Dodger fans, when you need the very best care for your child, go to Children's Hospital Los Angeles. Ranked number one in California for pediatric care. Find the right doctor at chla.org. Shout out to Dr. Andy Chang. And pediatric urology. All right, let's head back out to the booth. The final check-in with Rick and Tim. Guys, Tim, thanks very much. Uh, one big key in the ball game here could be the fact that Julio Urias could have some good luck with the curveball against this team. The Milwaukee Brewers, not known as a very good breaking ball hitting team, some hitters will say they have trouble picking up speed and spin in this ballpark. Even though they always say it's got a great hitter's backdrop. The batter's eye here is terrific for hitting, but when it comes to pitches that have a lot of spin on them. That could be a key, and it could be a key in Julio's favor. Well, a big key for Julio has been the fact that he, A, has not let too many runners on base, and then when he does, a 209 average against with runners in scoring position. So he has handled uh, left-handed batters. He's going to face two, plus there's a switch hitter. He'll bat from uh, the right side for the Brewers, but he's handled those guys very, very well. Interesting now to see what happens. On the first pitch, it's a 300 average against Urias. And if the Brewers do anything like we saw the Kansas City Royals do in the preceding three-game series, it looked like the Royals had a fine if they took a strike at home plate. I mean, they were swinging even at the rosin bag. However, the Brewers to this point, they have been much more selective, and they're in the top five as far as pitches taken per bat. Dodgers will face Freddie Peralta. Peralta only making his 11th start. He had some time on the injured list due to a problem behind his right shoulder, but he is back and. Uh, 1-0 in two starts against the Dodgers in his career. Won his last start against Tampa Bay on Tuesday. Yeah, and uh, it's the opposite of what Urias is. Urias has been very good. Runners in scoring position get runners on base against Peralta. Why? Runners in scoring position have hit 407 against him so far this season. Dodgers and Brewers, game one of a four-game set just around the corner. Tim? All right, first pitch is coming up. Again, the big news today off the field. Walker Bueller will have surgery next week here in Los Angeles. That means his season is done officially. He's already been on the IL with the flexor tendon strain. But the good news is Dustin May scheduled to come off the IL, make his 2022 debut after returning from Tommy John surgery this weekend with the Dodgers return home 
to face the Marlins. But first things first, Dodgers need to take care of business in Milwaukee. Julio Odias on the mound. Dodgers and Brewers. First pitch is next. I'm Tim Case. It's been Morongo Casino. Dodgers on deck on the Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. Enjoy the game, everybody.